One of my favorite compl- compliments for a baby, je l'ai clé. <laughs> je l'ai clé. That's how you know that, you know, your child is here and not here. My You don't get it? No, my one. What, what does Haiti do about autistic people? Hmm, that's a good Whoa. question. Do you really want to start that question? No. Whoa. Do you want to <laughs> no, talk about heavy? I just know. I just, you know, you can't be a guy in Haitian culture. You can't. Yeah, I agree. Not that you can't. can't. It's not acceptable. That's what I'm saying. It's not acceptable. So do we get rid of them? No, absolutely not. Get rid of them. <laughs> No, we do not. I mean, get like, get rid of them, like, go in orphanage and stuff. Not, like, get rid of I them. I think that that's probably what... Well, okay, what, um, how likely is it for you to see, uh, well, actually, kind of, here is likely, like, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. In Haiti, no, not so much. It's not? No, nah, I don't really see. I don't know, I don't really see them. What do you think the difference is here and there? Is it because we don't see them because they're not outside? I mean, like I have, mm-hmm. I have family members, mm-hmm. and they were diagnosed. So there's like a there's a diagnosed with what autism. Mm-hmm. So there's a condition. Mm-hmm. And what so, is that even? Is that is that a word in Creole? Autism. Look it up? Like Ooh. as in, what's the term that we use? Because we don't want to say yo That's not that's really super offensive. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so for lack of a better term, of course, but that's not what we. Yeah, did we, how did we stumble up on a serious topic me. so early? My bad, babies, and then... So before we get to this topic, let's start the pod. Let's start the pod. Let's start the pod. Hey, this is Gigi, and it's your girl, Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast. It feels good to be back. It does. Leona, we back, man. Hold on. <laughs> I know y'all can't hear this because y'all don't have headphones still. No, season two. <laughs> season two. Yes, still don't I have headphones. Don't do that. But I do have headphones. Don't do that. I do have headphones. They just not. Hold charged. on, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Don't give this. You ever been with somebody that's not for you? No? Whoa, what? Where are we trying? Are we, this is real heavy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's season two, though. <laughs> we can Malik go far with that. Malik Swin, Malik Swin, Malik Swin, Malik Swin. We can go far with that. Uh-huh. Even though I want to be you see, I like Lisha, man. I like Lisha from Kai. That's why we started in this uh, season two. And that's how we kind of ended the season two. We talked about Lisha and Kai. Man, you are how, how Kai just keep coming back? Okay, what's good? Before I even introduce the podcast, do you hear this song now? Crazy. Toxic. All right. Tox- 
<laughs> he took the word. Why you do that? I didn't know you were gonna why, say why, it. Why you do that? We're in sync. Why you do that? You think that's toxic? You think that's toxic? A little. Okay, so for anybody who's listening, that's not you know Haitian and speak Creole. Uh-uh. This song is made by Kai, and it's called "You're Not for Me." Mm. And he said, no matter what he does, but that's she's not for for him, right? Yo, we didn't even get to the best part of the song. I mean, let's talk about it a little bit at the beginning. Okay, right? okay set me up. You're not with me. Because basically the whole thing is he is in love or really like a girl. Okay. But he already had things going on with a friend of hers. An entanglement. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but she's part of the same crew that, you know, he had the, the thing with. Mm-hmm. So he's saying no matter what he does, he can't be with her because... He already, you know, went with toxic. somebody in the squad. Toxic. Exactly. You think it's toxic? I let do. me show you what's toxic. Let but me you, you have to choose wisely. Let me let me tell you. Let me show you. <laughs> let me show you what's toxic. Let me show you what's toxic. This man says, hold on. He said, Hold on. Let me tell you why he said he don't. He don't. If it's not him. So basically, he can't have her. Correct. But if she can't have him, she can't be he, with anybody. He, she can't be with nobody else. Uh, guys, I was <laughs> right. That's why I was Give me your number, huh? You single, what? Personal. Guys are taking you out. Wow. <laughs> I called it. And, and he legit, he legit literally said with aggression, like, Bafudako. I called it. <laughs> Yo, Haitian man, we got to do better. God, like, listen, I know you wrote this song. I don't know who you were talking to. I don't know, like, if you're trying to, you know, <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to keep that same thing going. I hope not. I think we gotta kill that man. Yeah, like, I mean, in his age, <laughs> what what are we doing? Oh yeah, in his big age. <laughs> hey, we shot. We love you, brother. Uh, that's funny. Love you. We shot. We shot. We love you, brother. I don't know if you gotta come on the show to to let uh, us know the vibes, but um, nubadako. What does food mean? Ah, uh, damn. What? I think food is damn. Okay. Anyway, anyway, let's introduce know. the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I am Mark the Dreamer, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1, but which is technically Episode 16, right? Yes. Wow, there's a lot to talk about at 16, but... Yeah. yeah. Was it 16 or 15? Ooh. I think it might be... No. This might be 17. Kids. Well, no, we did kids. Oh, kids, oh we, don't, we, don't have any, we don't have anybody to fact check us but us. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Only us can fact check us. So let's, uh, let's fact check yeah, this. Yeah, let's please fact check. Before, before, you know, the episode comes out. And then this is 16. This is 16. Oh, no, yeah. This is 16. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, we got a lot to cover when about 16. Like... Yes, yes, 16. Again, I'm Mark the Dreamer, and I am surrounded by two Haitian queens to my right. 
is Gigi the realist. Yes, yes, Gigi the realist. <laughs> always been the realist. She ain't never switched up. No. She's still the realist. Mm. Season two and all. Exactly. And to my left. It's your girl, Leona, you guys. And you know I was going to have to be here for season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you weren't here, I don't oh, know if there would be a season that'd two. That would crazy. That would have been wow. <laughs> <laughs> gunshots, 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 gunshots. It feels really good to be back. It does. It does. It does. It, it does. does. Uh, we should <laughs> just take a moment to enjoy this. Yeah, first we'd like to thank anyone who's listening right now. Yes. Uh, because you not only, you know, stayed with us in the season one which we had the best of times but you're here for season two not knowing what what's gonna happen right and you here with us so we appreciate you and the first time listeners if you listen to this podcast this is the haitian millennial podcast where we talk about the journey of the haitian millennial in america the ins the outs everything yeah right yes <laughs> i think i think we might need like a name for our, our listeners like our hmm that's really? a our comments? Well, I see no, I see no, yeah. He's like, why are or we Zummers? Our Zummers. Oh, yeah. Our Zummers. Zummy show out. Or Zummers. Enjoy it, Pisa. Enjoy it, Zummers. Let's, let's, like, let's coin that. Let's pin that. Zummers. 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 Yeah. I like it. Or Zummers? Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you, you go to the next I think it's just Z A M. Yeah. Zam. Zummers. Zum. But mm. sous son Haitian millennial part, sous son follower of Kumbran, of Kumbran Zamers, exactly. Only but, real listeners now. Yeah, for real. Uh, but how how's how's everybody been? Like, what's good? Since we left, we got to talk about like. Oh my goodness! But before we you know get into it, how you been, Leona? I started my life. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Mm. Switching it up, season yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I honestly, like Gigi said, it's just amazing to be back um it's just a new feel like season two we've gotten to talk about ideas just excited about what's to come interacting more with our listeners things like that so that's super exciting so i'm stoked about that but for me mm. 2021 if i can just sum it all up it has been great like it's just been an awesome year you know um i know honestly 2021 had somewhere to go and somewhere fast because the year came and went we're already what holidays right around the corner so mm -hmm. i've just been enjoying <laughs> exactly i've just been enjoying life you know um can i pick up actually yeah. let me pick this up <laughs> yeah let's do it hello okay <laughs> Ah non, là nous posons, mais mon mon temps est en train de me dire bon 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 Oh, c'est un bon bagage. Oh, 
Ok, pas de problème, on met un joy. Ok, n'a pas de problème. But that could that could give us a little parenthesis. Like when I went to Haiti, everybody wanted my number. Um, I gave it to some people mm. through WhatsApp. I don't want to say. <laughs> Yo, they, 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 no, 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 they do call me. Like they do check up on me every time. Who's going with it? As soon as they see me online, like I don't know how they see it. Facebook. You can have the change. Turn them statuses. Everything. Off. They just literally hit me up and be like. Cool, go more. I thought it was just check in until, until. Oh, I'm cool. I'm going laptop. I'm going to ask them. They call up. Let's go. So I'm working towards that because my trip to Haiti was. We're gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Future, but Absolutely. Yeah, I, I learned a lot and I got to grind harder because yo, problem. They got me. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like my parents now. Uh, back to you, how you were feeling. I'm sorry for the interruption. No, you're okay. It's okay. You know, man. But yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, um, but things like that, even just that brief mm. conversation that you have, that's all encompassing 2021. It's just joyful, like mm. good spirited, like um, new things, the newness of things that, um, I didn't expect. I think that that's how I can describe how I am, how I've been over the year and just how I feel right now. I'm just super excited, happy for life right now, which is good. You know, I know in a couple of my other pod, in the other pods, y'all you know, Mark be like, how you doing, Leona? I'm like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like living. I'm like, listen, I made it. <laughs> you getting through the week. But no, genuinely, it's, it's just been all smiles for me. Like, I'm super excited to be back with them. Well, party with the group. Yeah. But listen, uh, they ain't hear from you since the summer. What's, what's, what's going on? Oh, the summer. You know what's what I'm saying? On? They ain't yeah. really happening. Like, I'm, you know, I, I think I had like briefly said that I had a boyfriend or whatever. So I have nah, they boyfriend. know. They know. So. We, did a, we did a lot. We yeah, got I know. And then y'all really threw me out of the bus. Yeah, she, yeah I know. She, she let down a lot of people. Uh-huh. Right. So like, you know, my little boo, he's so nice to me. Bien yeah. fait, monsieur. <laughs> he's just so nice to Bien me. Bien fait, monsieur. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, but since the summer, nothing. Wait, 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 He's working, buddy. Okay, oh, yeah. continue, continue. Wow. Yes, but since the summer, honestly, mm. I, I can tell you just mm. hanging out, trying new places to eat, hanging out with friends, like, it's a lot of fun. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna really stop. No, no, no. Y'all gonna stop. You know, you, know you find out the restaurants when you really... Yeah, I know. Really <laughs> <do>. <laughs> She's on the other side now. Uh-huh. I am on the other side now. I am. It's in it, but on, in all honesty, it's been a fun time. Um, mm. Still COVID-free. Good. Still COVID free. Still I like COVID that. Free. I like to hear that. Um, you know. <laughs> I like to hear. I mean, that. and again, this is not a jab at you know. No, no, no. But Mark on Simuyo been bamuye, but <laughs> it wouldn't really be a good part hey, if you hey. weren't. You, hey. you might want to start wearing, wearing a raincoat. Maybe. Oh maybe. man. Maybe. Simuyo bonnet. Kiss me, kiss me, Oh my god. Kiss me, Anyway, for the most part, since the summer, I've been dry. 
and <laughs> just in really good spirits. Really good to be back. And I can't heart. wait to see what the blue heart. Oh my god. Hello. You rang. <laughs> yeah, I was calling you. Let you know that I'm at the pod, and you're currently live on the pod because you call me while my phone is connected. Um. So, oh. So yeah. Um, fun times. Don't do that. <laughs> Get in there. Hey. We, we were just talking about uh, you know, Leona's significant other. Oh, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, it's. Uh, I would do. I'll, I'll just let you guys get back to party. You know. I we, we no appreciate we appreciate oh. that. All right. Have and fun. As a collective, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I yes. the most, but uh, as a collective. Aww. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk Bye. Later. Bye. Later. <laughs> Damn, I met telephone with us to do not disturb. Yeah, you're okay. a busy man. <laughs> you nah. She just called me back, you know what I'm saying? Aww. But anyway, back to you. Don't try to be. You say COVID free, which you throw some water on me. A little bit. Um, just a tad. Yeah, but that's all. No, yeah. in all honesty, I'm 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 just ready to jump in, in, jump back into what makes this pod great. But before I went to Gigi, I actually had something I wanted to ask you. I totally forgot. Who me? Damn, but I, it's going to get back to me. Not yeah. me. Don't ask about me the uh, about Jean. You and Jean. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Before I go to Gigi, let me ask it. It oh. just came back to me. Oh no. When you guys go out, are you the couple that order appetizers, or yeah, go straight for the entree? Oh, it depends. Good it depends. Oh my goodness! Why should I know something about? What no, kind of couple? I just I just want to know. Oh, it depends. Like if we're really hungry, we just go and order immediately. But if we have some time for leisure, <laughs> we get appetizers, y'all. <laughs> but yes, you know, there's been some interesting encounters with my mom. How often do you get appetizers? I would say, if you dated, if you went out on, a, on like maybe five dates, out of those five dates, how many? Oh, times I would did say you order? maybe like three. I would say maybe three. Yeah, we had some encounters with my mother. He was like, I'm going to go hug your mom. I was like, ah, my no. My Haitian mom. He's also Haitian, but like, I was just like, just give her some. (laughs) 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 Keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Yes. Right, what about I, you? Yeah. When you were like, you yeah. know, no, 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 no. Hey, this is not about me. No, okay. I got to ask for the beginning stages, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see a correlation. It's not, it's not about many, me. How many apps? So, so what happens is, what happens is, in my theory, in my brain, oh, man. in my brain, the couple, the fresh couple who orders appetizer a lot, um, it, <laughs> to me, <laughs> to oh, me, goodness. only to me, I feel as if that's, that's one that's going to eventually... Uh, you know that I guess that custom of ordering appetizers may be a long term staple right to mm-hmm. what you guys do in a relationship which hint to me that there is a catering aspect in there whether you guys are trying to cater to each other or you guys having that you know that battle right because mm-hmm. I think an appetizer world is the best time to have conversations I think the couple that doesn't mm. order appetizer and go straight for it, it's like we're already established. <laughs> we ain't got time. Right. We ain't got time for this conversation. So we ain't got time to order appetizers. And I okay. before before I dated, I thought it was a money thing. Wait a minute. Before I dated, it up. Hold on. No, before I dated, I thought it was a money thing. I thought you didn't want to order appetizer because you thought the bill was gonna be high. Mm. Right. But 
you know, when I got matured and dating, I realized that it's not a money thing. It's a let's see, you know, um, gesture wise. You want to talk to me? Who's catering to each other <laughs> and allowing that to be the build up before the main course? I don't know if that makes sense. It's like a okay, like dropping gems to me. That's what I realized. <laughs> so if you if you are with someone and mm-hmm. you guys traditionally don't order appetizers. Yeah, it kind of means you just want to get straight to the point. Um, mm. we're, we already know each other. We're already dating. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's move on to what the I can see the is. contrast. I can see the In contrast. In my opinion, there's nothing to do with the actual thing. This is just. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think it was it's a lot of times it's definitely connected directly to the check and the bill at the end. Yeah. Um, but in my experience, like just how you're giving your personal, it's just more about the time and talking yeah. and then. We're here for a long yeah. time. And if it stays, if that appetizer phases stayed throughout years of relationship, marriage, you got something because you got it. That's nice. Then eventually it, it can lead up to a money decision. And I think as things grow, mm-hmm. because you can be like, baby, we got to pay the rent this month and, and no appetizer. Uh-huh. But at least the conversation happened that we're not having appetizers, but it's on the table mm-hmm. if we decide to. Mark in my opinion, never ceases to amaze us. Amaze us, guys. He never ceases. He, he likes okay. Us. Season two, unbali. GG, <laughs> <laughs> time to time to time to uh, you know switch over to you. How you been? Summer, everything. I feel like this year has been like two years in one. Hmm. Like there was leading up to July was like part one, mm-hmm. and then July moving on into the holidays has been part two. Okay. So it's just been a mixture of ups and downs for sure. My my term for the year has been both and. Mm. Meaning that things don't have to just be one or the other. It can be both. Mm. Oh. I like that. Gunshot. That's good. Mm-hmm. I've been using that, that for everything. Both and. Mm. I have a question. I like that. So if it's both and is there, is there, or has there been a situation where that, that didn't fit well? Yeah. Oh, do you, you want to share? No. <laughs> not, right. yet. Not, right, yet. not yet. Not yet. Okay. 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 Transition, like I mm-hmm. have made a new, like I've made a new step professionally. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yo, tell us more. I mean, I'm. I, I guess I manage people now. Ah, promotion. Promotion. Don't be posh. Promotion. How, how did your mom take it? Did mom? Of course. Ooh. Of course. She loved it. She's super happy. Super proud. And I she like gives me that. good. She gives me good advice. Oh, she does. Like what? Like you know, you just you can't let people pull one on you. That's my mom's mm-hmm. biggest thing. Gotta know people in America. You gotta know America. Mm-hmm. Oui. Mm. Don't let. She's always say, don't put, put let people put them in your pocket. Mm. <laughs> That's good. It was the English. You, it was the English translation. If you know what, if you know what that means, yeah. we here. Yeah. Yeah. I can make it a poshu. And you don't and make sure you don't let you don't buy people's faces. Yeah, buy shit figure. Don't don't, don't buy, buy anybody's face. Yeah, don't, don't buy nah, people's nah, faces. Even if it's on sale. No. Bash no. them. Oh? Buy shit figure. <laughs> if it's on sale, it's even worse. <laughs> Terrible. But what what else you got? You got some other news to tell us? 
other news. Well, other update as far as like uh, how you've been since July. You know, when you're about to do. I mean, I've been I'm COVID free. Buying vaccinated. On let's let's shut. COVID free vaccinated. You just void COVID. You got more dough. You got more dough so they COVID free. You're. I'm 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 continuing the theme of what we own the share. You got more I don't have I don't have I don't have a Jean to share yet. Like a Jean. Jean Paul Abvini. Jean Paul Abvini. Wokipo. Wokipo. He's coming. It'll probably be a John and not a Jean. Oh, a John. Oh, oh, oh. But you know what they say about J names? Yeah. They, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But all right, uh, is this is this my turn? Yeah. Tell us, Mark. How are you, How Mark? How are you, Mark? How have you been <laughs> since, since the July, summer? Yeah. Yes. Tell us. Okay. First of all, no more de bitalea, no game vin mini da pale, we muye sa no muye. But uh, <laughs> as the listeners know, not the first time listeners, the people who have listened to our last podcast up until here. Um Karma is a yeah, mm. yeah. Karma son a female dog. On B word. No gonna no gonna wear that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. No gonna wear that. So uh you know, we was having conversation about one third of the, the pod being vaccinated. Still stands. Still stands. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely still stands. And I'll be still boosted. Not much has changed. Oh, boost. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> we only got one person vaccinated. But literally, uh, the week after our pod, uh, the virus found me. Say it ain't snow. The Delta. It was the Delta. Uh, I can only assume. It had to be. It was in the, it was in the area. But... um. It hit me. I literally was just working on a project. I had just done a wedding, which was like crazy. My first wedding that I ever shot. And um, and I said I wasn't going to do weddings, but something happened. I'm doing a wedding in March. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> after I'd done that and I did another client job for 4th of July and um, got back home editing, started to feel a little weird, had a headache. And I was like, dang, what's, what's going on? I think it was supposed to meet the next day. Yes, we were. Um, Mark and I literally were trying to make plans to meet up. Yeah, it was going to go to after hour after. You uh, see how they just do stuff without me? That's crazy. That was a work related. Yeah, as always. That's always what they (laughs) say. She is. This is work too. I'm a part of the team. (laughs) All right, 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 let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, move on. Move on. on. So that uh, you know, just doing stuff, and then the next morning, I literally that night, right? I felt like. This was an accelerated process of me getting a cold. So usually, I kind of know my body. I'm going to come. You know, I know a little bit about myself. So when I start to feel my throat weird, I'm like, okay, I'm getting a cold. Like, get some vitamin C, maybe. That will help get rid of the stuff. You didn't go to tea? Not yet, no. I'm not a tea guy. I'm a coffee guy, I guess. Uh, But so I legit... Went into like nah, I'm feeling not good. So the next, I just went to sleep. Right, I didn't do nothing. I didn't take nothing. I didn't take anything. I just went to sleep. And then next morning, I woke up. I really wasn't feeling well. I was like, "What is going on?" Like I never had a cold come to me this fast. So I said, "Could it be?" Say it. Lord, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. And I was like really tired. I was like, what's going on? Like, I felt weird. So I told, you know, the uppers, uppers, you know, including Gigi, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I ain't, I ain't feeling too good. So y'all let me know it's good. Should I pull up on y'all or should I not? And then 
the uppers being the responsible people they are, they say, you know what? You're not feeling good. COVID is around the corner. For the safety of you and others, you should stay home. Right, right. I was feeling so bad, I felt like, Jesus, thank God. Because, but we had a project to shoot. I felt bad at some point. I was like, damn. Like, I wish I would still have, because I could still feel like I could move, I could do things. Mm-hmm. So I started feeling worse after staying home. So I was like, you know what? For giggles, and I'm going to say this thing. I hope they're not listening. That same week, I caught the vid. I don't know if God just listens to every word I say. He does. If you do, God, sometimes take my words with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't mean everything. Wow. God, you listening. But what I said was, okay, there was a gig. Let me put you guys, give you, okay. give you some, some context. It was yes. a gig that same week, which, oh my God, I, I just, anyway, I don't even know how to put it in two words. There was this conference called Unification of the Diaspora which is a Haitian conference mm-hmm. uniting the Haitian diaspora. I was supposed to be the main shooter of that event, recording it, editing it, and make sure the message is out there for mm-hmm. content. They kind of lowballed me on the price, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I said, Lord, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Please, I need something for me to get out of this oh, job. <laughs> oh, man. I legit said this. I said, wow. I cannot do this. Like, I really don't want to do this for this. Asking you shall receive. Mm. And then when I started feeling sick, oh, God, Lord, please forgive me for this. (laughs) I said, man, let this be COVID so I can tell them I have COVID. You said that? Yes. I said, wow. At least get a positive, right? Because I didn't know. Listen, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) I didn't know the feelings of COVID. I really didn't. Like, still to this day, after the the pod, I didn't know how really you go through COVID. I've heard, I've seen, Mm. but I didn't really know. I was still that very naive personnel, Mm. like, I ain't going to get it. And if I get it, I'm going to be all right. I'll probably be one of those asymptomatic people and don't even got it. I just needed a positive to tell those people I'm not coming. Mm -hmm. Right? So I was like, let me go get a test because that will be the, you know, the the thing that that I could screenshot. Ace in the hole. Yeah. So... That happened. I went to Barnett Park, for those of you that live in Florida. Yes. No, I went to Barnett Park, got tested, and it said I was positive. That PCR is sucks. I said, yo, yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Terrible. Yes, this is what I wanted. So I sent in the chat, oh, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. But then they were like, you can't make it. Find somebody. I was like, oh, crap. What? It was in the same week. So actually, I just put myself in a hole, right? Because now they like find somebody because you were responsible, Wait, even why, though I didn't why, say. Why did you have to find somebody? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> the the person that I am, I'm not gonna just say no. I can't help you. What COVID? After they knew I had COVID, they still told me to find somebody. So I was like, okay. Um, I could work it out. That same day, trying to work it out, nothing happened. I'm sorry if I'm extending this story too much, but long, long story short, mm. COVID hit me crazy like i was in bed i was hallucinating <laughs> like on a scale from i was 10 being hit by a train to one being nine hit by a skate like nine yeah like n- that thing was it was so bad that i was in bed trying to sleep and i was having like these feelings like 
um, every time I close my eyes, I felt like I was behind on something or like, I don't know if it was the workaholic in me because I was in bed and couldn't do much. I couldn't sleep. Like I felt like that convention that I found ended up finding people for, there was a deposit they were behind on. And the person that I was that sent out there, they were hitting me about the deposit. And I felt like whatever was in my mind, I could not sleep without resolving that issue. Wow. And then it got worse. I was watching a documentary because I, I, I had no choice but to stay in bed and watch TV. I was watching a documentary that was talking about donuts. I think it was Donut King or something like that mm-hmm. on Hulu. And I was watching that based on the things that I don't watch at that time. I was watching a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're for you. So uh, <laughs> a little while. Um, I was watching that and I couldn't sleep. I felt like. Some kind of donut monster was coming mm. for me. Oh. That sounds really bad, right? That sounds really bad. It was bad. So then when I woke up, I was like, what is this? And when I woke up, I didn't feel like I was where I was at. Wow. Like I woke up wow. and didn't know where I was at. I literally was like, where am I? I was having this, this, I guess this episode. And I Googled it. Once I gathered my thoughts, I think it took maybe like 10 or 15 minutes for me to kind of get everything back. And I Googled it. And it said that one of the symptoms was... You know, you you hallucinate. You start seeing, and it wasn't because I knew the symptoms, and I, you know, sometimes your mind plays tricks yeah, on you. Yeah. Like when you knew something, you, you know. know something, and then you kind of start. I didn't know, mm. and I couldn't talk. I couldn't say more than three sentences without coughing. Oh god! I legit could not talk without coughing, and I would be in bed just coughing my lungs out. I was like, oh my god! Then my mom. Oh, this is where the Haitians. Oh, man. <laughs> my mom had all types of tea. Mm. all types of tea and what made it worse is i caught it at my fiance's house and i didn't want to leave to go to my parents house because they Mm. weren't vaccinated Mm -hmm. so i stayed over there and my mom felt some type of way that i wasn't home getting treatment um so that was one of the things i had to deal with because i get those text messages like oh kilo vin like i Blah blah, um, and I was like, I don't want to, you know, because yeah, her her parents, yeah, her parents not. are vaccinated, and I was like, okay, let me just let me just stay here. But it was that decision, but it kind of trickled into a family <laughs> thing, which mm-hmm. I didn't want it to. Now that played into a lot of stuff: work, family, feeling sick, and then uh, my dad came and prayed for me. This is crazy, right? My dad came and prayed for me one Sunday, and then he did the, you know, my dad's a pastor, and, and he did the prayer and said. By Tuesday, you're going to be you gonna be healed. It was mm. Sunday. He was like, by Tuesday, you're going to be healed. And I was like, what? I think this thing takes 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> In my head. The Holy Spirit told See, you. Yeah. You're right. See, maybe I didn't believe. Because Tuesday came and I was still sick. And that that's one of the things I was like, okay, maybe that's how faith works. I guess if the person that cast it on you, you have to believe. That is gonna work, but I felt better on Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know if that made sense. I felt better. It wasn't done yet, but I felt yeah, better. Yeah. And I think on Tuesday night, I actually, I think I prayed. I think I had one of those prayer sessions by myself. Like, yeah. yo, this thing got to go. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. But yeah. it was, it was really a, a a a process for me. And yeah, COVID was definitely a learning lesson for me. Uh, I'm still out here not wearing my mask, but it's. I'm I, very um, happy that you're better. And I heard, but I heard things. that if you got it. You like more, Ooh, you know, with being, a, you know, you, you more have your antibodies. Oh. You have your, now, let me stop spreading stuff. Just <laughs> Propaganda. Uh, I do wear my mask more, though. I am more. Propaganda. I am man. more um, prone to, you know. Isn't it crazy how this year has shown that 
like the truth is really subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like that whole concept of this is my truth and this is your truth is like really what people go with. Yeah. Because what you're describing right now, like your symptoms, how you felt and stuff, it's like, we've heard it. You, like you said, you've heard it, you've yeah. seen it, whatever, but until it's you or mm. until, and that's not anyone's hope that people get COVID obviously, but until you are experiencing it, you're like, no, we're not explaining yeah. thoroughly enough how you feel and yeah. the symptoms and things like that. And then, mm-hmm. like you're saying, I can't even say three sentences without mm-hmm. feeling exhausted and coughing my life away. Like, mm-hmm. no, like we, um, well, right now I know that the more lighter versions of COVID are being highlighted, but mm-hmm. that's pretty serious. I'm glad that of, you're okay. I didn't lose my sense of taste. And, yeah. Um, I could still smell, but I, I, so you don't, do you have any post COVID symptoms? Yep. I, <laughs> food don't taste the same. Um, I just went to, well, just went to Jamaica and, um, I love jerk chicken and oxtail, but dang, I couldn't get it. Like I, I wasn't, I'm still not able to, to truly taste like it's something about like my taste buds who are just now different. It's not the same food. Don't taste as good as it used to. Uh I guess I lost some weight. Maybe that's what it was. Like when I, after COVID, I was really skinny again. Um, I didn't eat as much. I was only eating soup and um, yeah, I, I was like, I told him man, I went on a COVID diet. I was making jokes about it, but <laughs> I was oh really goodness. a lot more more fluffy than I um, <laughs> post COVID. It was uh, I was more thin, and people were asking me, "Are you you all right?" <laughs> so yeah. this is completely not related, but related. I feel mm-hmm. like being called fluffy is more offensive than being called fat. Too <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I, I, did, did, I, I didn't see that coming. Accepted. Because you can say like, oh, this thing is fluffy, like a cute way. I think fat kind of F- became. Fluffy is also a little bit more comical than yeah, like I think fat. Like fat, you can fat, get away like, with being like, you know. Because the bullies killed fat. Yeah, they killed fat. Like yeah, fat is fat. negative immediately. Yeah. Fluffy is kind of like. Fluffy? It's yeah, interpretive it's though. Jokey joke. It's a, yeah, it's a jokey joke. It's interpretive. Yeah, fluffy. Because for instance, like you're not fluffy, but if you were like, like that shirt you wore, the really nice pink one. Oh my gosh, you look so fluffy. Like I you. I would never wear that shirt again. Oh. <laughs> I thought you looked cute in the shirt. It's like, wow. And it's, dang. Like, frilly, it's like, fluffy. It's, it's like, like that huggable. Once, that was a, oh. Like, you're huggable. You're we're fluffy. Just, we're digging ourselves into okay, a hole. It's, it's like, a, I, you know that Michelin? Oh, uh, no. he's cute. You don't think he's cute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Season two. No, but no, okay, in all, all right. honesty, Mark, mm-hmm. I know I can speak for Gigi. And I and the listeners, we are very happy. Yes, y'all don't. I don't have access to the stuff. What's the round of applause? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. not it. No, that's not Yo, it. I don't have. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that's not fine. All right, yeah. There we go. Do it again. So, no, we are very happy that you are okay, mm-hmm. better, stronger. Yes, you know they're post-COVID um, symptoms, but. We are truly happy that you were able to recover from that because I'm happy too, man. we know we know what can happen, you know. So, and we need you here. I'm happy too, man. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, for real. When I made it out, I legit felt like a a sense of like um, they're very grateful for that. Yeah, and, you know. Two weeks after that, I went to Haiti, which was awesome because if wow. I, I think if I if I didn't have, you know, I don't know how to explain it, like. Not two weeks. I it think, put, it, I think it helps I, when, like, in talking to you, mm-hmm. it sounds like it, it helped put things in context for you. Yeah. Or, it did. or gave you perspective. It did. 
a lot. It did. It helped me a lot to understand, like, just the certain things you can go through. I think when you go through that period um, of, like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this. Yeah. You start to view. That happened to me when I had my big accident back in the days. But, like, I've had these moments in my life where I start to, like, look at things differently based on um, how that's, that experience and after happens. And you start being more grateful for things and, um, and, and just and being happy, being in the moment surrounding your loved ones and i'm sure like you know and i don't want to go like real dark but your life flashes before you you start (laughs) to think about when you were young you start to think about when you were a kid teenager and just kind of going up the ladder you're an adult now and this and that so i mean i i definitely think i mean i didn't have covid i had pneumonia but i thought this was it I was like, pneumonia. this is it, guys. But, you know, and when you have those moments and then you're just pneumonia grateful. Is, yeah, pneumonia is crazy. Yeah, it no, is. it is. Truly. All right, guys. Sorry. What happened? <laughs> no, we have, we have to transition from my COVID days uh, right, to well, now. I was trying to do To that. now uh, <laughs> our season two vibes. But before before we do that, um, I want to I wanna take some time out. You know, we just, we're, 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 we wasn't here for Halloween. But we passed Halloween and we're moving on to Thanksgiving. Yes. But we need to give the Lord some praise, okay? I said again, Satan, do you? Okay? Parce que c'est Dieu de Gobon Satan de Yoa. Le Halloween rivé, yo met drag cute parce que Ralph va rag cute. C'est pas jam y'a fait. Dans la ria. Yo pense que bagay cute y'a fait. I know I know Halloween passé déjà. Nous dans Thanksgiving, semaine Thanksgiving. Mais nous pas là. Nous te chasser devant yo. What did we do last year? What was that? Last year, we didn't chase them. Last year, we didn't chase them. I know that we didn't chase them. Oh my God! I said we didn't kill them. Get them, Mark. That's right. And then we went to the church and we put the red cute on us. We put the red cute on us. We put the red cute on us. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Now Halloween, we don't want to win. Okay, two on bed. I said, see an English while they back having the Halloween. Oh man. Okay? But that's what I said. Two years in a row, two seasons so, in a row. <laughs> welcome to season two, Mim Magai. No buy vag. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the courage. Back to you. Satan four, but more than before. Okay? Amen. Amen. Gunshot women now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, but seriously, man, this is Thanksgiving week, but at the same yeah. time, this is the beginning of a new season. We want to keep the same energy. Yeah. You heard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're here in season two, long awaited, we're like 44 minutes in. You yeah. guys know how we doing? Yes. yes. You guys know how everything's been? Yes. Um, and again, if you're just now listening, somehow you're sitting next to somebody in a car or you're sharing AirPod with somebody. Who does that? Or AirPod. What do you mean? AirPod with somebody. AirPods? I do that. I we. Oh. I. What do you mean? We like listen. We. 
Yeah, we listen to the same thing. We listen to the same thing. Sometimes when I'm on a plane, yeah, my fiance, and then you hand it over. Sorry, Don't do that. Don't wear jeans. Don't wear. Are you are you sharing AirPod shaming right now? Are you sharing AirPod shaming? You cannot have an opinion. I didn't think something you put in your Zoya. So you've never shared oh, headphones you, even with the wire? You never earwax intertwined oh, with anybody? That Baby, sounds, that's a new level of trust. Yes, that's how you know I'm with you. That you know what I mean? Nasty. To be honest, I clean my AirPods yeah. every week. Look clean, sorry, dude. Look at, look at, kill this out. You, you said earwax intertwined. <laughs> Correct. Because it it's going to happen. There's a little bit of it somehow. GG. Because you can clean, you can, you can, you can put your, your, you know what uh, applicator. Mm-hmm. You can put it all the way until you cough. There's still something there. You're not supposed to use those, by the way, you guys. No, you can oh, use God them. God just God not God on God the God inside. I'm just saying. So, stop on you. On plimpool? Yo, or on plimpool? No. First of all, wait a minute, Gigi. Would you be upset if, like, your husband hypothetically is like shared deodorant with you? If he used the same one as you, I asked that question because you just said that about the ear. Why are we? Why are we sharing? He don't have none. He don't have none right now. I, I, I wear I wear degree women all the time because my my deodorant be finished. Well, this is this is something about men. Our deodorant finished, and that's when it's finished. We realize it's finished. Correct. Like for women, you guys know oh, it's about to finish. Yeah, I'm gonna go get another one. That's fine. Like your stuff finished, you don't have any cool. But for it to be a thing that we're okay. But are you gonna? But my question is, after he uses it, when you use it, are you gonna scrape off yeah. the top? No. Okay, I just wanted to know because I know there's people out here. Who I'm not. I'm not that germaphobe. <laughs> I'm script. <laughs> we need to find but a anyway. pod sharing Back. partner. Please DM us. <laughs> Back to the oh topic. My gosh. Don't Wherever you're listening to this at, and you happen to be listening to it right here, excuse <laughs> our jokes. Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't I? <laughs> excuse Can our jokes. Can you imagine joke. someone being like, hey, <laughs> I want to share AirPods? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sir. Come on, sir. Like, y'all don't want to share. If someone says me that, I'm screenshotting. Oh, so God. you don't want to be AirPod buddies? He <laughs> just doesn't sound right. You don't want to be AirPod buddies? Can okay, it, okay, it, okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably serious. You're going to get Android. Okay, get Android. Uh, you're going to get Android. You're going to get Android. So, you're going to say, yo, you're going to get on music before you're going to get Check your music. If he cares about you, he'll get an iPhone. That part. Cause you know hey, some of us it. have been in this that situation. Shots fired. Shots fired. Some of us have been there, and then they did that. So, but oh yeah, we're really going to AirPod share shaming right now. I'm yeah, not. No, we're shaming. big shaming. I just didn't know there was a thing. Mm. You I see hate. how society works? Two seconds, you say your opinion, and then like everyone hates I, it. I shame right? the whole community. The whole community. <laughs> AirPod sharing is it's cool. Like it's meant to be shared. I think. I would hope so. I don't know. I think because because you know uh, you know it's just why would they give you two if it's not meant for it to be shared? I'm not gonna even. <laughs> She's like, we're not separate, yo. You're separate, yo. Back then, I can understand you take a string. You know, maybe you not be able to reach the next person because it's a string. But it's wireless. In this wireless world, why yo, am I? You gonna be like, 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 yo, boop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you take one out. Oh, catch it. Apparently, I want you to listen to something. I've just been missing <laughs> imagine, out. Imagine you're in the kitchen with you know, significant other and you over here on the couch. Like, oh, 
Baby, hear this. We're in the kitchen. <laughs> We're in the kitchen. She's saying, why are you listening to your AirPods? Yeah. Yeah. You, you just heard something really cool. In the kitchen. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm I'm in the couch listening to like a podcast. Yeah. Right? Listen to Haitian Millie podcast. Okay. Right? Okay. And then Gigi says something really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, babe, you should hear this. <laughs> I throw the AirPods to her in the you kitchen. Do you own AirPods? Yes. You just, you just throw them? Yeah, like, oh, get. get, get. That was not. No, get, I just need to know. Get, no, no, no. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Vinny, Vinny. You got to put it out. You got to put it out. got it. What do you feel? Whoop. You say you got to throw that. Put it out, D. <laughs> oh, he really threw it. We're going to go AirPods. It's, gone, it's gone forever. It's gone forever. We're going to go to Come on, G. No, it's gone. Bloop. No. It fell into that vortex that all the couch. 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 The DGDM if your AirPods is clean. (laughs) 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 Anyway, man, back to the original. If you are listening for the first time, we apologize for the jokes. Uh, However, not really. uh, (laughs) If you're a long time listener, you know how this gets. You know, you know how it goes. You know the vibes. Right. Um, But this is season two, so we want to let you guys know how we're coming. How we coming? Brand new. (laughs) <laughs> Brand new, but <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so what's happening is, um, you know, for you guys that been listening from day one, first episode, we let y'all know where we're from. Bombard, Paul Prince. Stanford, Connecticut. Oh, we're saying like location? <laughs> <laughs> Florida? We rehearsed this, guys. <laughs> we rehearsed this. <laughs> Just kidding. Florida? <laughs> Florida, Florida, Boynton Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Boynton Beach. All right. Uh, so um, you guys know where we came from. Uh, we told you guys some of the dearest things to our hearts. Yes. Um, through the Haitian journey, the Haitian millennial journey, uh, we talked about the neighborhood we lived in. We talked about our first interaction in, in high school, middle school, how they find out we were Haitian, like, you know, yeah. the, the the trauma we went through in those moments about being Haitian in that era. Now we're we're transitioning. We're grown. So in season two, we're gonna focus more on the life after high school. Mm-hmm. The times in that journey when we first got but we left the house or kicked out. I don't know what's the what's the term. Kicked we, out. That's good. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That is. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about or we're gonna start our journey um, when we made that decision or that decision was made for us to leave the house because not everybody was fortunate enough to decide to leave. Some mm-hmm. were my metal deal. Yeah. Especially those that pass it as that put the braids, all of that. So yeah. No, for real. And I think we also are here to share stories, even if you still live in the house. Yeah. Because there's that transition of I'm a child Mm -hmm. to adult. Mm -hmm. I'm still living with my parents. Yeah. Which still makes you an adult. But however, so basically to sum it all up, season two is going to be about adulting. That's a conversation. (laughs) Boom. I have some friends who can debate that. Are you an adult? If If you don't leave? If you don't leave or like... What well, let's is- talk about leaving first. Uh, what decision did you make, Gigi? Um, how, 
How after high school mm-hmm. and transitioning, can you tell the people whether you apply for college and did all that? Just talk about that process mm-hmm. after high school and those decisions you had to make. Yeah, so I knew that the next step after high school was college. I was definitely on that track. I hadn't put a lot of thought as to where I was going to go to college until I was a senior. And so, like, you know, thinking about college, I had, like, big dreams of going out of state. That got shut down really quick. <laughs> out of state or well? Like, I, I, my dream school is Northwestern. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where's like, that located for the Chicago. Okay. That got shut down really fast with the swiftness. Like, and so I was like, okay, I'll apply to the universities in the state of Florida. Um, I toured FAU. I'm from Palm Beach. Had no desire to go there. Sorry. I just was really, the idea of like going to FAU or Palm Beach State and just yeah. having like high school <clears throat> 2.0 did not make sense to me. But because I did not want this, I was going against everything that was expected of me because like in my circle and my sphere, no one left to go to college. You either went to Palm Beach state Mm. or you went to FAU Mm. and I landed on UCF. (laughs) Did we get a round of applause? But it was a big decision to leave because there was a lot of like, she can't leave. It's just not right. She's too young. She's a girl. You know, my mom watched a lot of Lifetime. And so Uh, all those movies about what happens to people who go off to college, all the stories, all the stories that came out. Think about it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before the, if it's somebody's first time listener, you said you was uh, from. I I, born in Connecticut, grew up in West Palm. All right. Just want to clear that up for some people. Grew up in West Palm. And so in my sphere, no one left West Palm. Mm -hmm. You just stayed in Palm Beach. You went to Palm Beach State. You went to FAU. You became a nurse, an mm, RN. That's the one. So you were broken. You were breaking the the West Palm curse. Oh, yeah. was it a curse or a blessing? I I don't, I, I don't know. I I thought it was kind of curse like because it just didn't seem like mm. you. Could For anybody who's from Palm Beach, shout out to you if you did that route. But yes, but it just seemed like it's traditional. It's what yeah, they always want. Traditional, traditional is not universal. Yeah, you just you just end up nothing really changes about your life. So yeah, you, you change the algorithm. Yes. Oh yes, nothing changes. Nothing changes really, and then so, but it was a big deal because like I wasn't someone who was allowed to hang out with friends. Really, mm-hmm. if you called my house, guess what? My mom was probably on the line with you nope. in this three way. We were having a three way. <laughs> like I just. This this concept of me leaving was a huge deal. It was yeah. Did your parents drive you or? Yes. Okay. They all the okay. Your, your mom was in the car. My mom, my my auntie, okay. my cousins, mm-hmm. the whole all my brothers. They, they let you. Well, how did y'all come fly. here in like a a, a bus? Like oh. no, she's talking about these people who they came with her. Whoa. <laughs> We took two cars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we took two cars. No, it was, um, oh my goodness. So like, you know when you keep explaining something to your parent mm-hmm. and they be like, just brushing you off. Right. And then the day comes and then they're like, why didn't you say anything? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened when it came to moving into a dorm. Okay, so mm. so run us through that. So like, I'm, I'm, I get into UCF. Mm-hmm. I decide to go there. Let me tell you, we went and toured there, and yeah, it was like 
it just was not clicking in everyone's brain that I was supposed to leave to go there and sleep there. Like, I wasn't mm. coming back. That was not. That oh, was not they thought you were going to go to UCF and then come back home every night. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it was. Either way, they did not understand. The, 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 they didn't understand the assignment they going didn't on. They didn't understand. Okay. Uh. And so when, you know, when everything came together, like, I had my dorm. I found out who my roommates were. It was a day to move. Legitimately, like, you know, all the stuff you need to buy for your dorm. Mm. My mom was taking stuff out of the house. To give to you, yes. to have. Got it. I'm like, let's go to Walmart and buy, like, she's like, no, we have sheets here. Oh, wow. <laughs> we get pochette. Mm. <laughs> All the stuff. Like, she just went and got everything. And then we showed up to the dorm. Uh-huh. And then she was like, we have to go buy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now, God, that Walmart trip, I know that, that was. Walmart woo. trip was nuts. That Walmart is, uh, the Walmart by UCF is uh, demonic. Colonial, it'll kill you. It is horrible. It's the worst Walmart in the existence of the universe. Another Kirkman is. But it's okay. We'll talk about You that. might be right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might okay, be right. They might, they the Kirk, for my yeah. Orlando people, the Kirkman yeah. Walmart is, you, okay, is, you is prefer, worse. Okay, we can get into yeah. that later. But <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> fight over which Walmart's worse. You know. They both up there. Yeah, yeah. Right. They both up there. But yeah, like we we ended up going shopping and setting up my room. And then they left and boy, I was like stunned that I was by myself. Mm. Describe that. It described that. Like I ended up not leaving my dorm for the entire weekend. Mm. Like I just sat in my room and I really had to come to terms with like this is the first time I'm by myself. Mm. And then I had class on Monday. Did you? How how did that feel? I didn't know. I was like, what did I just get myself into? And so I spent freshman year like going to class and coming back to my dorm. I spoke to my mom every day. I spoke mm. to my brothers every day. Mm. It was really hard for me to um, adjust to the fact that I was alone for the mm. first time ever. Mm. So my question that's, that's is, deep. when you left, mm-hmm. you, did, you didn't know anyone. Like you, it was just like, I'm, I'm here. I don't know anyone. I'm not familiar with anyone once I came to college. Part of the reason I picked UCF, well, I got into... I don't, I'm not going to brag, but I got into a lot no, of brag, schools. brag, oh, brag, 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 talk about don't that. This is Haitian excellence. Lights. Yo, this is Haitian millennial excellence right here. I got, like, I got this it, is the best platform to brag. I got accepted to every school I applied to. Period. Ooh. Is that all you're going to say? <laughs> yeah. So, I'll that, that. <laughs> so, but there was a lot of my peers were going to UF or at oh, okay. okay. And I think Gainesville is not an appealing place. Mm. Tallahassee had some. So the reason I didn't end up going to FSU is because there was a girl from my church who ended up getting flagged after she did her fast when she got deported. What? Back to Haiti. Yeah. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. And so FSU was banned. No one in my church goes to FSU. Oh, because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh my wow. Yeah. Look at what. Look at what. Something. Something so small. Not so small. Big. Because mm-hmm. she got deported. But something like that. I could have the church yeah, literally exactly. rally against no, the whole like school. no one go. Well, a couple of people end up going to fam, but yeah. still not FSU. Right. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. That goes to our Haitian mindset as well, too. 
like yes. that community mindset, once especially we, in the church aspect. Yeah, yeah, once one thing gets mm-hmm. messed up for someone, no one else, nobody, no, yeah. no one else is doing it. So that speaks into something else too, but we're not gonna go there. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I ended up, and then I I remember touring USF with my mom, mm-hmm. and the day we toured USF, there was like a. A gay rally? Oh, God. Oh, you're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I'm talking and about... And this is not shit. But that's, but that's, where, community. that's where I think she should have said, you go there. You, nah, nah. It was like no rainbow, shade to the community, but... It was Rainbow City <laughs> at USF. Oh, man. No, mom was like, oh, no, 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 ma'am. We toured FIU, got in a car accident. Oh, man. Oh, but your mama... You, 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 what? <laughs> these tours yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> you get, go see them listen you gave your mom so many reasons where where that was I, I got, yeah she has it was her decision she had to figure out what college she I wanted had, to go i had right. to figure it out if, if i was I, if i had canceled fau mm-hmm. then i had to figure out what was the other school. yeah of course and so ucf i literally picked it because i thought the campus was pretty and nothing bad happened and so okay you know that they used to that's have like KKK these. rallies, but I guess that's something else later. So, so another conversation. <laughs> they, they, they totally used to have that, but <laughs> go nights, go nights, go Well, we can go in depth about your college experience, mm-hmm. but this is only the first episode of season mm-hmm. two. Yeah. We don't want to give you guys too much, too much. But we don't give it to you. It's episode a story, man. Yeah, it's part. It of, it's, it's a journey. It's a yeah, journey. Yeah. We're not gonna do like season one. We never really retouch on some of the things we spoke about, but. Season that two. The They're gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna do better. We're gonna hit those things again. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, while we're, we're, we're combing we're through, this. we're gonna do this. But yeah. um, before we go to Leona, let's do a sandwich, right? This is a sandwich. Okay. College, college, a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so let's do the sandwich. I'll talk about my um my journey. So you ended up moving out when you went to college, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. So and and we're gonna talk about why I never came back. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> uh, okay, so me, total different story. Um, and that's why this is going to be a sandwich. And I feel like I'm going to be judged, but it's okay. I'm living out my truth. I'm better. Yeah, I'm past all that stuff. What are you about high to school. tell us? But um, I was, my high school days, I was, I was trying to be a, uh, I was trying to be a clown in class. Yeah, just, just being, just being honest. Um, I think it, it stems from like being made fun of in middle school. In high school, I had a little bit of bread now. I had got my first job at Universal. Ooh. So, and I, I kind of started getting into the American culture. I knew okay. like how you got to dress to not be made fun of. Right. I just learned a lot. So my my freshman year of high school, um, I had me and my mom. Actually, I didn't get a job yet in freshman year. But anyway, past the high school stage, I literally was trying to fit in a lot more. Because of being made fun of. So the part of fitting in in high school for me was being funny, right? Although I, I don't think I was that funny, but <laughs> I, you know, I was acting out a little bit. So I barely, you know, graduated, right? I graduated, thank God. Got a college, I mean, high school diploma. Yes. Um, but I didn't have that much of an option. I went to a prep school, which that school, I went there to get the bright future <laughs> like it was literally it was literally like set up for me to get it like i you you couldn't mess this up mm-hmm. the school had like almost like a hundred percent like everybody who went to hunger for prep ended leaving with a scholarship yeah. from bright futures and of course you know and did you 
I didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> I was, like, was going to let him get there. I was like, what are those? This is his truth. I so. was, yeah, I'm letting yeah. you guys know the truth. There's a group of us who didn't get that scholarship. And we, after high school, we sat with no options in a way to kind of like go to UCF. Like we are, like, you know, how you had all these options to apply for these colleges. I didn't, I wasn't aware um, of the college map of how, like, you know, how you do the process, the application. The mm-hmm. test you had to pass. I was worried about passing the FCAT. Right. <laughs> um, the SAT wasn't that big of a deal to me. Um, and a lot of these tests that you had to make sure you prove to them in high school that you're eligible to go in these colleges and be a fit for them. I wasn't aware of those things. I was too busy um, playing basketball, soccer, all those other things that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with my academic you know, aspect. So I was pretty much stuck in that route that you were mentioning in Palm Beach. In Orlando, that route is Valencia, <laughs> Valencia, yeah. Valencia. Mm, perspective. And, um, perspective. And UCF. So I was in that route. Like, either I go to Valencia or don't go to college in my, mm. in my thing. That was it. Or yeah. go to, like, Mid-Florida Tech and learn a trade. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. Like a- Full Sail is a trade school as well. Like, you only go there for music. Oh, okay, okay. At the time, I didn't know my creative. Let me give you guys a... Um, we, you didn't talk about it, but I don't know if I should because we did, we, we're not there yet. Yeah. But the actual degree that I was going to go for or what I thought mm-hmm. I wanted to major in was computer engineering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I had my first business at like <laughs> at like 17. Um, I learned how to build computers and fix up my family's computers. So I started my own MD computer repair. So I was um, hey. fixing computers on the side. And I thought my lane was computer engineering because that's just what I was good at. Yeah. Computers in my mind, that's the degree to go for. I didn't have any role models around me to say, well, you may be good at computers, but this is truly your gift. This is truly X, Y, and Z. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I didn't have those. So I kind of like created my own, <laughs> my own thought process and told my parents, and this is where it goes back to the parents and the Haitian aspect. They didn't care what I was going for. As long as I was going to Valencia or something that said they, they college. They didn't want you to be a nurse? No, actually, that conversation it's a in my household. different than the male community. Yeah, the nurse, the doctor thing wasn't a thing for my uh, in my household. I don't know why it wasn't. I could go back and try to figure out why. Uh, mm-hmm. But my parents, when they were in Haiti, my mom was a secretary and my dad was, um, he was working for, I guess, one of those companies that gave back care. It was a nonprofit company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, he was a professor originally before he got that job. So he, he was into teaching. He was never really into like that that you know i guess medical medical aspect and we weren't really i had uncles who were engineers i don't think we ever in our family Mm. it was not that makes sense that world so we was also thinking about like when i say computer engineering you hear the term engineering Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all they oh they're like so so they were like oh so they of course asked me like what my process is going to be and i said i'm going to go to valencia and um stuff like that and i thought i was giving them a clear indication that I was planning on going to college, but they didn't, it was actually trying to get me into a, a Christian college, which mm. was Treveca. I don't know if you ever heard of it out there okay. in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, they were trying to get me to go there on a scholarship. Um, but I, I wasn't really trying to go elsewhere besides Florida. And again, my friends were there and the people that like my cousins and stuff. So I, I was really in that mindset, like stay around the people rather than, you know, Leave explore okay. and do all of that, which I'm not going to say, I'm not going to lie and like say I don't regret that, but I do. I do regret not really taking that step into, um, and the person I was dating at the time too, they, they got the scholarship, went to the same school. They got the scholarship, but they also went to Valencia. So to mm. me, it was like, 
I think I probably made a decision based on my relationship as well. Like, okay, we're together, so might as well like right, go right, to college to... together. Like it was the high school sweetheart story. Yeah. Um. So that was my, and I stayed home for a little bit, and we can get into that in maybe another episode. But yeah, that was my my reality. And again, we'll talk about how I ended up being a digital marketer and now a full time entrepreneur. But at the <laughs> same time. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was, it was a process, and we're not yeah. gonna stay too long on that. Uh, Ooh, but let's, let's finish the sandwich. But yeah, let's let's, let's go to. So the- y'all are funny. Um, I know that <laughs> Mark may have described us as a sandwich, but I prefer to say we're a spectrum because. Uh, I contrast differently from Gigi's experience, although the result is college. Um, getting there is totally different. So um, I had no aspirations to go to college um, at all, like not one. Um, similar to Mark, I was in a relationship at that time, comfortable, um, not really seeing much else for myself, to be quite honest with you. And um, also, like Mark, not knowing the resources, not knowing about how to take the steps, not being or having a mentor or anything like that to really um, kind of guide in that direction. So I was working at Winn-Dixie thinking I'm making money. <laughs> my goodness. The you're you're Winn-Dixie is my universal. Oh, my God. Exactly. I, I wasn't allowed to work. Ooh, see, oh, see, this man. is good. This is good. <laughs> hey, y'all gonna have to listen to see uh, episode seventeen. Hey, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was just like you were at Universal. I was working at Winn Dixie, thinking, you know, this is I, I'm making money. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm happy in my relationship. Whatever. Whoop whoop. High school again, just kind of going through the motions. And then you, you, high school, you either do one of two things. You either begin to pay attention or you don't. Mm. so in high school I began to pay attention to the conversations that were going on around me um and when you're in your senior year that's really when your ears start to perk up because people are talking about yeah I'm working on resume and this and that and I didn't know what those things were or why I would need them Mm. um and I remember just one of my one of my teachers uh Mr. Bro, Mr. Bro, <laughs> Mr. Bro. Uh, I remember missing my entire lunch period because of him. And he was like, why aren't you going to college? Like literally the first person to ever step in and be like, where was that person? From? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And, and, I'm, just kidding. And I'm, no, like it, it's, it's, it's a pivotal moment. It's a pivotal moment. Um, and I remember it like it's yesterday all the time, because although I was, I was, in the top 10% of my class in high school, I was in the licensed practical nursing program. I'm doing dual enrollment. I'm doing all these things that would kind of indicate, yeah, why aren't you going to college? Like, I still didn't know why I was doing it. I was just doing it because this is what the education system says, not because this is what Leona wants. Like Gigi said, no, I'm taking control over this part of my life. So, you know, Mr. Bro literally is like, why aren't you going to college? Like, I'm confused. Like, all your friends are doing this. And not even making it about my friends, just this is the point in your life that's going to set you up for success or not, or just an understanding of adulthood. And after that conversation, I remember um, it being, I think the application deadline for both UCF and FAU. Yeah. Both UCF and FAU were coming up, I think, in like a week. Um, and I was like, I mean, I guess I can apply, whatever. Um, so I'm like, cool, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. I guess I should listen to what Mr. Bro says and apply. So I applied to both FAU and UCF. 
Which in. would mean that you would have to leave the area you're in or So UCF meaning I would have to leave. And that mm -hmm. hadn't occurred to me mm -hmm. yet, but I was like, let me apply here because Mr. Bro was like, This is a great university. And mm -hmm. at that time, UCF was one of those universities that well, people knew about. Um, college level still in Florida but not too far but still not too close but great education nonetheless mm -hmm. and then FAU very close I was in Boynton right up the street I can stay home my boyfriend da, 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 you know the young thoughts um, so then I was not thoughts but thoughts in my mind <laughs> yes 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 not, no correlation at all I had to, I had to like, no correlation at but, all but um so, yeah, and I, and I remember uh, applying for both. And literally when I sent the uh, applications, and I had wonderful friends, too, who, like, helped me with the resume, personal statement, things like that. Um, I remember uh, paying for the applications and not understanding that whole concept. Why am I paying for this to come here? Like, I didn't get it, whatever. Um, week, apply. And literally after I submitted both of them, all I said to myself was, I'm going wherever response first. Mm. That was it. Wow. I didn't have a, mm. I didn't have a, like, I knew that I had come originally from unhealthy family dynamics. Mm. I didn't necessarily know how I would escape in high school. So I just, I don't know. I, even now talking about it, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I never really thought like, okay, I'm going to get away. I'm going to this. It was just like, okay, I can't wait till I can do this mm -hmm. or like I can afford this, but it mm -hmm. wasn't like a separating like distance type of thought. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. And that was literally my thought. I did this uh, applications. Um, and then like I did the applications a week later and I'm literally just like, whatever, whoever accepts me, I'm going to go there. UCF responds back first. Mm -hmm. And I applied for the, Fall term got accepted for the summer. So I left two weeks after graduating college, after graduating high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Literally no time what, to prep, a, no tour. What a timeline. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what a timeline. No, because so professionally I do college access. That's what I do as my nine to five. Mm -hmm. so, I, I could have used one of her. <laughs> those things were not in. I could have used one of her you back in the day. We, and that's a thing too, because like Gigi, like that. At, mm -hmm. at our, you know, younger stages was not available yeah, at all. It's, no. It was not something commonplace at all. No, yeah. I'm think like one of the things that I'm going to I'm going to go back to why your your story is, is like super powerful, because so like for me, I was blessed because my mom made a very intentional decision about where we lived in Palm Beach. And so she like incoming to America and then experiencing what she experienced, she realized there was a difference in where you end up in the neighborhood. Mm. And for a lot of Haitians that come here, they go to what's affordable, but what's affordable doesn't always mean. Mm. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately. So she mm. made a very intentional decision that like, I was in the affordable area. Oh, okay. I was, in, I was in, <laughs> <laughs> <you're> like, well, <laughs> you're like, well, <laughs> Like we need to get like, ready to go. No, we're starting a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe for my life. Yes, Like him not pissing them. It's on me. Oh my goodness. Uh, wow. Pine Hills was definitely an affordable area, yeah. but I, I, but I think I talked about that. We yeah. came from a predominantly white neighborhood. Yeah. But my mom was so she was having like one of those. Um, she couldn't see her friends or people that was in the same you know surrounding yeah. her. 
And my dad made the ultimate decision. Let's go where my mom feel like her friends are. Right. Park Hills. Mm, oh, goodness. <laughs> we could have just stayed over there. But <laughs> no. no. He was like, let's go over there. Let's go over there. It's good mm. Park Hills. Nah. But it was a brand new house, right? In, in the... For, like the community, there was selling houses at a decent oh. price, but it was brand new. Mm. They was trying to, you know, re. It was. I think it was gentrification. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. It, probably, was, probably. it was still us but that was yeah, able to afford so it. Just, but anyway, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't <laughs> work out the way. Pine Hills. To. I love Pine Hills, but uh, right, but uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, but so be, because I was in those areas, mm-hmm. I ended up just being around people where college was. There was only one option was college, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was secondhand that I was getting this message of after high school you go to college and that you should be like striving for a specific type of college. Right. But that wasn't something like, of course you're, you're hearing get an education, make something of yourself, but the whole, like that, that path, mm-hmm. yeah. that was secondhand. Mm-hmm. Literally. If, if like, if I didn't just have my regular senior year guidance counselor meeting, mm-hmm. I, I, you that, still would have been fine. No, that step would have happened later. Oh, okay. It was literally because everyone else in my high school was meeting with their guidance counselor. Okay, I see. And the guidance counselor's like, you can apply to all these schools. I was Mm. like, okay, I'm going to apply to all these schools. But for you, Leon, why your story is so powerful (laughs) is because if you applied right before the deadline for FAU and UCF, that means you applied like in the spring. Yeah, like I I started applying early on. (laughs) <laughs> like she tells you you're late. Yes, yes. You're no, late. I'm very late. Late yes. late for a regular person, but she's in the system, so she's like, You were mad late. How did you even get in? <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like mm. I when and I, then you started in the summer. And I started in the summer. It exactly. was literally like I started in the summer. It was boom, boom, boom. And and like you know how Mark you you mentioned that mm. the you no know, it was literally that expedient like um how you mentioned you didn't get bright futures mm. that type of stuff when I I remember orientation and orientation was very difficult for me because orientation for university is structured for nuclear family families. Ooh. So. Ooh. Um. I did not have my mother there during the parental parts of the orientation. I did the entire orientation, every part, even where they had sections for parents alone. Mm. So it's like I'm in these huge auditoriums getting all this information and I'm by myself and I'm what, six, 17 years old. And it's like I'm trying to also be an adult, but still understand that I'm learning and it's uncomfortable because I, I'm here now, mm. you know, it's like I'm here now and now I have to make it count and it's hard and it's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. Like, yes, my mom did the mechanical parts of driving me here and it was only me and my, it was only my mom, me and my mom and my brother's baby mother at the time mm. who came up with me to drop me off to do move in, things like that. Of course, I had other friends who were here, which is great, which I'm very grateful for. But those parts are the harder parts for me to talk about because it's like, okay, it's women lifting mini fridges and this and that. And like, I'm, my mom also doesn't speak English that well. Um, you know, I speak to her in Creole, but then I'm ha- trying to figure out how to fill out a FAFSA and getting this information from her. That's the key. It's like, and again, that's the key. yeah. So d- that's just a little bit of insight. So can we dive a little bit into that? If you guys don't mind a little bit, not too much, not too much about the, the, the language barrier Ooh. in that process of us getting yeah. to that next step. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break before we get into that though. Mm-hmm. It's you. 
faut dire changer. Ça parle à ma zem sujeté, sujeté, j'en ai. Ou qu'on entre, ou qu'on sorti, ou qu'on sourit, ou qu'on crie. Ça parle à ma zem sujeté, sujeté, moi pas comprendre. Ou qui y'a pas même ou un ensemble, soudain ça, y'a aucune mission. Ou y'a pas les mal, faut fâcher. Veggie's going in right now, I gotta keep it going for Je ne sais pas si je There is this thing called FAFSA, FAFSA, FAFSA. Yeah. Actually, we have an expert sitting to my right. <laughs> a Haitian millennial expert. Who can give us the, the ins FAFSA. and outs. So before we talk about the language barrier and the information deficit that may come yeah. from us having a Haitian background and being the first generation students that... Your parents have to yeah. deal with this for. Yeah. Like for me, I'm the first, the first of the first of the first. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so yeah. my parents have to deal with that college process or whatever it takes for the first time with me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Gigi, just not too much, but tell the people who may not know a little bit about the FAFSA. What is it? And why maybe there is a disconnection that could happen while we're applying for it to get to college. Okay. So the... FAFSA stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid. It is essentially applying for government assistance so that you can receive grants and loans to afford a college education here in the U.S. As the classic textbook term, this application is crazy because in order to complete it, you need your tax returns and W-2s and information about your finances and your parents finances mm-hmm. and why this is like a crazy concept in the Haitian household is because when on earth should a child know mm-hmm. what's on their parents taxes yeah and because that information is never disclosed about money in the Haitian household mm-hmm. to us to a parent parent Correct. and in child money separate separate no yeah, yeah. and 
to piggyback off that in, let's say not Haitian or Caribbean households, that FAFSA application would solely be completed by parents. By parents. Children wouldn't mm-hmm. have anything to do with it. So mm-hmm. the fact that, um, and I, and I'm sure we've all been in those situations where, oh, Lisa bum, Saudi, Saudi. You already know. So, um, that's, that's what happens during the FAFSA application. Now we're knocking on our parents' doors. Ooh. Like, asking. Hey, asking those questions. That it's are no longer taboo. for them to sign a filter application because that's easy. No, that's Probably. easy. Okay. Right. We're seeing a Okay. Seeing a lot. It's this no is longer taboo that. now. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm asking like numbers, like government documentation, like your social mm-hmm. and things that, Haitians find as prized possessions because when they become citizens, when they are here mm-hmm. at the U.S., they know what they fought for to get here mm-hmm. and they preserve that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like now just giving out this information to the government or whoever. They Not only do they not understand why they're giving it to you, they don't understand why they're giving it to the Damn. government. Yeah. Like they don't understand mm-hmm. that. Especially the same household question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's the biggest question in the FAFSA that will break a marriage. Oh gosh. How you feeling? Same household? Or are you feeling separate? Feeling exactly. Single? Which That's, one? It's just no, it's And I'm not trying to I can't, I can't say this because I'm girl. Okay, so Savage let them have FAFSA now. Mom and Papa that feel separate. That's gonna be the best please come Kyla. If you left FAFSA Vini or there for some of us it's the first time we realize our parents actual marital status correct yeah yep. like not just from a financial standpoint but from like uh what's real legal. yeah yeah legal yeah yeah and the fafsa application wow i learned a lot so the fafsa application also help me realize that that my my parents were below poverty line Mm. Yeah. So that's when it hit me too. Yeah. So, and that was, um, zero EFC. <laughs> that was a very, uh, and I realized why I was getting free lunch. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> it was not mind numbing. Cause it's like when you get called for FAFSA verification, it's Ooh. the government not understanding how you're able to survive mm. with the income you're quoting. Mm. So then they want, paycheck stubs they want like they want extra documentation of that Mm -hmm. because they're trying to figure out how your parents together make 30,000 but can also have five children Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. so when I begin to learn these things and see these things and then also like realize wow they did all this with With this this? yeah that's also the mind boggling it's like to this day I'm trying to figure that out (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. And and something to note because like immigrants in America is not a foreign concept. It's how we came to be. Yeah. But the Haitian as an immigrant group is still treated as this like new group that is just too weird to understand. We don't know what to do with that. Like yeah. how. And so the FAFSA is translated in Spanish, mm-hmm. not in Creole. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or yeah. French. I came Biden, I guess. Mm. I have no words for Biden. He gonna tell us. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> I have but no words for that no, man. So yeah, so it's not translated into Creole or French. Mm. Only recently, like if you call FAFSA, you'll get someone who interpreter. Okay, I think. Yeah, an interpreter who can speak yeah. Creole. That's only recently. Yeah. Mm. So back when I was in school, that did not exist. At all. And 
like colleges think that they understand immigrant groups, but they don't know how to place us because we're black and immigrant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so we either get pushed Oof. into the black category and they're like, well, you guys should know what to do because you you're know, black, you're and- black. Or if they put us into the immigrant category where with, you know, Hispanics and Asians, but they have a different experience with education yeah. here in the U.S. Yeah. And so we just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And and like I mentioned, like that part of orientation mm-hmm. is is what. And, and I mean, and I know the word triggering in society is kind of loosely, you know, used, but it can be triggering because you're in a big world now. It's yeah. like first generation, like Mark said, this is the first time you're, you're being exposed to this, but then the first time to you're getting a chance to do it mm-hmm. and hopefully doing it right. Yeah. Because if you don't do it right, that mm-hmm. then creates a backward spiral of you. Mm-hmm. And I have friends who they came to college, high hopes, FAFSA got messed up. No loans available, no scholarships, couldn't continue Mm. school, had to go back home in a complete setback. Mm. So there's a lot of things riding, almost betting on these type of important transitioning pieces that you don't get any assistance. But thank goodness for things like Elevation. Honest to God. Like, yeah, (laughs) dropping names, dropping names. Sorry. (laughs) You know, if you're listening, Ella, but Ella, that's the nickname, Ella. Hey, I say so that because round of applause for you guys. No big round of applause because like Gigi mentioned, it's rare for someone to apply that late, get accepted and then make the transition to go into school. And then me, I don't know how much of the percentage I am to say mm-hmm. that I was able to finish grad undergrad and grad school. Mm-hmm. So I was able to find success through the hurdles and things that are required to get there. But it is a, pressing march while you're going through it and for the simple fact that i had no plan coming into it initially yeah. at all yeah <laughs> Whew. listen yeah. we can we can go we can go right we, we, we can go. go we can go <laughs> but listen this is the first episode of season two but yeah y'all get a little bit of uh what do you call it <laughs> no felt cute. Uh, and, and of course, for those of you that come for the jokes, we appreciate y'all. But <laughs> this is the, this is real. Yeah. Like uh, this conversation is real. And this is one of the things about being a Haitian millennial that we are going to make sure we talk about. And, mm. and I know most of you guys may be able to relate. But if you are in America and you are a millennial, you went through some part of or this. Canada. Yeah, uh, Canada. <laughs> you went through some part of it. Canada is a little bit different. They just go straight there. <laughs> call, it, call it there. That's the route. I'm going right there. Right. That's, that is true. I'm going yeah, right there. Right now. Right now. But what we like to do, we like to end the podcast here. This this episode 16. We don't have to end here, but we will. Right. <laughs> Only right. because two things. One, there's a season. We got more to talk about. We're we not going to give it to you all in one can't give it. Hold on, Holiday. Can't give it to a wet like and, that. And two, <laughs> and two we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a Haitian millennial, now that you know how to find us on IG. Like, don't play now. <laughs> We're in 16 episode. If you don't know how to find us on IG, why are you listening? <laughs> why are you listening? <laughs> all right? So go there. We're going to have a post when this episode comes out yeah. that basically sparks some conversations regarding your experience after high school. To call, let us know because that's going to help us, of course, have conversations yeah. for the next episodes. Big and more. spectrum, it's so big we spectrum. know how to relate to you guys. Yeah. And if you don't relate, let us know as well. Like, don't be shy. Like, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
we're a new generation. We're going to talk about what we need to talk about. And as crazy as it gets, whether we have jokes, whether we get real serious, this is what we do. Yeah. We're going to talk about that experience from a millennial standpoint. And that's the only way we can come from it. Um, you know, and as the parents who are listening, we appreciate you, but don't take anything as a slight to you. Yeah, right? we're not we're not taking digs now. We are simply talking about our experience and as a parent, however it made you feel, hopefully we can have a conversation later on about that. As a Love you, mom. <laughs> yeah, as a <laughs> as as a fellow uh, millennial, whether brother, sister, friends, uh of course use this conversation as a way to even bomb more. Like, you yeah. know, just don't hit me on the streets about me, you know, going to Valencia. Right? Don't hit me about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about that some more. Uh, but it is the week of Thanksgiving. So uh, right before we head out, we want to, of course, wish everybody yes. a happy early Thanksgiving. Yes. Because I know this Thursday you're going to eat some turkey. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that are in college, we're going to New Bobby's and Dick. No, 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 you gotta go home. The price uh, of the price of turkey has gone up. Oh, so, oh my God, no, yes. Bombarashi turkey. No, but even chicken wings, even chicken wings, it's hard to find. They're like twenty, almost twenty five dollars a pack now. No, there was a shortage though. Okay, what, what? So, <laughs> there was a shortage of chicken wings. The CDL. Okay, well, you know, I'm not even gonna bring up pop. I'm not even gonna bring up news right now because mm-hmm. y'all know what's going on, and, and y'all know they're not moving up the them trucks and them boats. They're not moving. <laughs> Get your Christmas shopping done early. <laughs> I'm just saying. Warnings from Leona. I'm just saying. Get your Christmas. Get get your stuff out now. Mm. All right. Well, I, th- I feel like we should go. On a instrumental, <laughs> maybe I should find an instrumental for us to go on. But in, in the meantime, talk about more about the turkey price going up, please. Was I yeah, find an instrumental? I mean, prices of everything is going up, but turkey in particular has gone up significantly. And I've heard people say they're not going to eat turkey this year. What are they going to eat? Grill. They're going to eat Pork, oh, pork is sorry. about to become a delicacy now. No, because, for real. For real. No, no, we can't do that. Guys. I know a lot of people don't like I actually turkey. don't eat. I, I don't eat grill that much anymore. I mean. I went to Tasso now. I went to Kabit. Okay. I'm sorry, oh. grill. I'm sorry, grill. So, okay, we can do that for Thanksgiving. But you know, I went to Kabit because I'm going to nice. The restaurant is saying, I got good. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to There is a very big difference in the taste. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> back it's to the never live. Been photographed. Back to the live. <laughs> back to the live. We had. Did you see the comments? What's pussy at? Yeah, what's oh, pussy at? <laughs> I found a rhythm. We're going to go a little bit to carnival. We're going to go a little bit to carnival because carnival just happened. So we're going we're gonna to let the people, we're going to head out on some uh, carnival rhythm. In the meantime, how y'all going to really go to the Thanksgiving vibes, man? What y'all going to do? Or y'all going to stay in the fam? I'm, I'm in Atlanta, by the way. I'm not going to be in Orlando. Mm. So I don't know if there's going to be turkey for me. <laughs> they got to be. I don't know. I'm going to have to find it somewhere, but I don't Listen, know where it's going to come from. I'm sure there's somebody frying the turkey. Somebody somewhere, yes. If you're in Atlanta, my blood boy, I'm Can't about to get turkey. Podcast, Check me out. Me? Check me out. What are you going to be doing for it? I for will Thanksgiving? definitely be home enjoying mom's cooking. Yes. Again, we love you, moms. I'm so a, you going to party? I love dads yes. too. I'm going to cook too. I'm going to cook too. Ooh. What, what you going to cook? 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 Because men need to know that we can cook. 
Okay. Oh, this is the question but before we leave. No. Before we leave, this is the question. Where are you spending Thanksgiving? I'm going to be in Palm Beach for Thanksgiving. Is your booth thing going to be in Palm Beach too? Absolutely. But, you know, it's going to be more of like a, a visiting every house. You know, you know, you know how you do when you make your rounds. It's going to be around. Is he invited of, to the house yet? Oh, come on. Yes. You know. Ooh, is he invited yeah. to the house? Okay. We're just doing rounds. That's how I love to spend my Thanksgivings. I don't know about the rest of y'all, mm. but I want to hit up houses, walk out with plates. You feel me? So that's what I do. But I hope everyone has a wonderful and loving Thanksgiving. Let's and say it together. It. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Indigenous People Day. Woo. Kisa. Indigenous people. Indigenous people. Okay. That's <laughs> Indigenous people. Let's get some gunshot. You are listening to What's Good is Park the Dreamer. Hey, this is Gigi. And it's your girl Leona. And you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast. And we are out. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Episode 17. No, 16. Oh, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. We are 16. We are legal to do lots of things. Let's go. I turn up the fed till it's an over. I turn up the fed till it's an over. Boy, I just want to get this feeling only. Just want to drink and party only. And it's your girl Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast.